Watch who? And welcome to Two Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Watching for the very first time. Very first time. And here we are. We're at the top of this lighthouse. Although, sorry, just to hold you right now. Have you seen the pictures of Madonna today? Oh, my God. I was going to say that to you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What has she done? What is what happening she, there? Yeah. What is going on? Oh my gosh. Like, people are like, she looks like an egg. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. She's, she's definitely, oh yeah, she's gone a bit, um, I don't know what she's up to. I don't know what she's <laughs> anyway. doing. Anyway, there you go. No, I thought of that as well. Seems yeah. like a virgin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe think of Madonna and those pictures today. Yeah. OMG. OMG. Um, well, we're, we're not just Doctor Who people here. <laughs> we're cultural, critical. Well, um, welcome everyone uh, to a new season. I was going to say we're at the top of this lighthouse. It's a bit foggy out. We're keeping warm. Vince has made us a cup of tea. We're just and soup. The and soup is soup. on the stove. Yeah. I wonder uh, what soup it so, was. So we're keeping warm. Um, I think what soup some, is it? I think they had bovril on the table, actually. I made a note. I did see some bovril. They definitely said there's some soup on the stove. Yeah. And no, I'm I, just like, what soup? I don't know. I'm sure maybe someone can tell us. Maybe that's in the, the fine details somewhere. So. I would say it's either... I can imagine it being a pea and ham soup. I'd love it to be a leek and potato because I love a leek and potato. Or is it like a fish soup? Uh, I, it's probably, yeah, something. Uh, Ruben's probably caught something from the sea. Like and a seaweed actually, soup. They've made it themselves. I'm sure they have, yeah. Well, we will always wonder that. Um, but here we are, new season. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We've, we've had a little break. Thing Sarah wonders, what soup is it? <laughs> Can you, tell, can you tell it was lunch while I was watching? <laughs> How are things? Have you been watching anything else? I was going to ask you, like, anything else? Uh, so I've just finished again Superstore. I cannot rave about Superstore enough. If you don't watch Superstore, if you're fans of, like, The Office, the American one, or Parks and Rec, that sort of thing, I just love Superstore. And the season finale is just brilliant it just always gets me it's just great it always makes me happy and i like that's just that's where i'm at you know the the months they're they're coming in we're getting close to dare i say christmas and um i just want something i keep meaning though to watch what is it um dharma oh yeah the murderer thing yeah i've sort of gone off because i watched a lot of true crime stuff murder stuff i just i've gone completely opposite Recently, I did a massive string of that for a while, and now I'm just sort of in like a I need to feel comforted, which is why I'm living in Superstore. I'm not really interested in watching the Dharma thing anyway. I, I prefer like documentaries, but if it's like a drama and there's big poster boards of him and stuff, I don't know. I don't really like the drama. It's the most watch is, is beat, um, Bridgerton, yeah, but I don't like it turning that. I like the stories and the documentary side of it. But I don't like the sort of sensationalisty drama. I'm not really interested in the drama side of true crime stuff. I don't think so. I don't think yeah, I'll I know. Watch it. I, I prefer documentary to 
a drama. I did enjoy the People versus OJ though. I didn't. I haven't seen that. No, that's on. That's on Netflix. That's really good. I did enjoy that. But also, on like a personal note, I've just bought a camera recently. A film oh camera. yes, yeah. Tell us so, about that. No, I'm very. I mean, like, like listen, film camera, film camera, listeners. I very spontaneously bought a film camera, and by spontaneously, at three in the morning. Okay. So what? What happened? Why? So like. On, on a personal note, like my, my dad died about five years ago this year and it's about this time of year. And I think there's like a sort of, it's hard to explain, there's like an internal clock to it because it's something I'm not aware of. But about this time of year, I'll just start thinking of my dad a bit more. He'll just be on my mind or I'll just think about him or, you know. And then I'll be like, why am I thinking of my dad so much? And I'll be like, ah, oh, it's because it's coming up to when he died. Like it's, And it's a really weird thing because it's not something I'm even conscious of. It's just like, it's just this internal clock that's suddenly I'm like, why is that? Oh, yeah, that's why. It just It's just always this repeat thing. You know, the weather, the season will always be different. And yet somehow I always know that it's that time of year. So there could be a little bit of that. And my dad uh, loved film. Like my dad had loads of vintage cameras. Um, so we used to go to vintage camera shops when we go out. There's like There used to be this place in the Lake District, this tiny little shop, like in Windermere, I think it was. That, and he knew the owner there really well. And he used to get really old vintage cameras. And there's loads at home. I've always been, like my dad as well, he used to be a paramedic. And he used to take pictures, not of the scenes, but because he was always out on the road. (laughs) (laughs) Just to be clear, my dad did not take crime scenes, but because he was always out on the road in the ambulance and usually was the first at like things, he'd take pictures and um, the local paper would sell them. And this was in like the 60s, 70s. And he'd sell for like £10, just like amateur sort of thing. And he developed them himself under like, under that so he's always been interested in that and I guess I've just sort of grown up with it and I was away last weekend for work and some people had film cameras in, and I don't know it must have just been playing all those sort of things just mixed up in my mind and I couldn't sleep I just bought one <laughs> I just did it and uh so you've got stuff developed is it actually you've sent the film yeah yeah, so, developed? yeah yeah so there's a place in Cardiff here shout out Express Imaging oh I knew um, you were going to say Express Imaging I knew it it's a course that's the place you know what? Like, I know they are good. Express Imaging. like, And they're great. And the guy in there, I wish I got his name, but he was so lovely because I was like, don't know what I'm doing, but here's the film. Don't even know how it's going to turn out. I bought this camera. God, we're spending a long time on this. What? That's okay. What you, talk like, you talked about something last week for like 10 minutes. I talked about I, the neighbours thing for ages. I was in so neighbours. <laughs> I was talking about a camera. I, do, I remember like as a kid, like winding the camera. And it's doing all of that, like, and I think as well, I've been so busy recently. Like, we're both quite busy people, and I've been really busy. And it's just something about um, really slowing down when you have that. Like, it's a really this camera that I've got. It's like an Olympus Trip Thirty Five. They're good cameras. They were like built in the sixties to the eighties. Um, there's a really famous um, advert with Stephen Bailey, who's a photographer. Like, right, anyway. I don't know, there's something about this sort of slowing down of life. And you take the picture. I've no idea how it's going to turn out. You take it. You hope you hope you've set it all up okay, that it turns out okay. It's got an automatic function. So I try to do as much on automatic as possible because I don't know what I'm doing. And I try different things. And then 
you just send when it's full when you get to the end of your roll and then I wind it all back and I put it all back into the thing and I take it out and then you send it off and you wait and then you get what you get back and I don't know there's just it's kind of a and also it makes you think about it because you've only got so many films like pictures you know I don't just go like way I mean I did initially a little bit because I I wanted to get through the role I wanted to check the camera worked and you know I'm excited so there's a lot of the same pictures of my cat but also it makes you look at your surroundings and stop yeah absolutely take it in doesn't it yeah it's it's just something a bit different and it's it's been quite nice. I, I quite enjoy it, and I just keep it in my bag. I'm enjoying it. It's just a bit different. Well, I'm sure people think. can um, follow your Twitter to see some of your photos. <laughs> you to see your well, it's on Instagram. They're all on Instagram. Oh, follow your Instagram. Insta. What's your yeah. Instagram? And people it's are going. Like, yeah, there we go. Everyone, go and check it out. <laughs> and mainly of my cat. <laughs> well, yeah, I've just been watching stuff that's completely not crime and horrors i've gone completely the wrong like opposite way so oh did i say oh, so i've been watching that tv show where they send out japanese toddlers on errands yes you told secretly. us that last week. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, i've been yeah. watching that i've been watching strictly come dancing <laughs> i've been watching steps videos on youtube <laughs> and then it got to the worst part of it all where i ended up i've watched a lot of mr blobby videos on youtube as well oh, that's, that's a, i've done that and that's just so, like a, a weird like loophole to go down isn't it yeah so yeah i'll go back and you watch it and you're like we used to watch this night like how did we all accept this in the 90s i I love him though i think he's hilarious i mean i do also i'm just like it's just so crazy this like character that even the adults were like and that's just mr blobby there's so much insanity (laughs) i've been reading up on him and um on him website all about the history of him and there's a whole page as well about people who've been like injured in real life by mr blobby like someone had their nose broken they're having their photo call and he like got pushed and his nose got broke (laughs) like all sorts of things like that near me at home so you go past blackpool fleetwood i want to say it is you, they had a mis- they had um, a park. Yeah, what they was it called? Parks. There was three theme parks, Mr. Blobby theme park. Yeah, and they had Mr. Blobby's house. And yeah. I remember, so I, I only remember once as a kid, like as a memory, going and seeing Mr. Blobby waving from his house with Mrs. Blobby. But <laughs> it's so funny. He's so funny. I've it's got to watch thing, We go to the park a lot. Anyway, we should get on to Doctor Who. After almost I might 20 cut minutes off some of that out. Talking but... about anything but anyway. Doctor. We've talked about Madonna. Anyway. We've talked about Mr. Blobby. None of them I can segue into Horror of Fang Rock. Uh, <laughs> apart from Horror of Fang Rock is probably like the the most sort of normal thing I've watched this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me before we go, how did you first watch this? Oh, so yeah, this was a video release. It's got a bit of a sort of Sunday afternoon feel. I think I sort of bought it on a Sunday and watched it. I didn't, yeah, it was a little bit maybe boring as a as a child. But I am really enjoying these um, Fourth Doctor and Leela stories as we're going in order now. I'm appreciating them more. And I really do like this one. This has still got that same kind of atmosphere that we had last season. I'm just going to put this out there right now at the start. We need to discuss this. The sexual tension between Leela and the Doctor. No, what? <laughs> like, surely. No, I'm hang not... on. Okay. Okay, okay. You, you explain this. 
But I cannot be the only person that said this. I think you might be. <laughs> no. No. Are you okay, kidding? Okay, let me put this. So th- let me add this extra bit of information and this might explain it. <laughs> Not, nothing was going on. But Elizabeth Satan left to Sarah Jane. Yeah. And Tom Baker was like, I don't want a new companion. And they were like, you have to have a companion. You need someone to talk to. Okay, we'll give you the deadly assassin on your own and then you will get a companion. Fine. So they bring in Leela. When they were casting her, they asked him if he had any, if he wanted any input. He was like, I don't really want a companion. You decide. So he didn't have any input in getting Louise Jameson. Um, there was a bit of tension. He wasn't particularly ni- that nice to her to begin with. And they both said this when she started. He didn't like the character of Leela because she was too violent. Mm. And also, so now we've got a new producer as well starting this season and then the old producer apparently said to Tom Baker well she's only going to be in the end of that season then we're going to write her out then this new producer comes in and was like oh actually she's going to carry on so then he was a bit annoyed and this is the story where they really really did not get on but then they had it out during this season not like that (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then after that, they started to get on a bit more. So maybe you're reading into Tom Baker being horrible to Louise Jameson a little bit in this. That was what was going on behind the scenes. Does that change your view? Maybe. I don't know. There's points where there's like a real... Whenever she does something good, he's really like, that was so good. And she's like, hmm. And there's a lot of that. And I'm like... Oh. But then apparently also he was being really difficult in rehearsals. Um, the guy that played Vince was saying, like, in rehearsals and stuff, Tom Baker would just be like, compl- do these lines in a completely different way each time. And then when they went to record, he'd do it in a completely different way again. So I, I don't know. I feel like th- he's being very a bit sort of moody, and that's coming across in the Doctor and Leela's relationship. But I think that's just Tom Baker on set being a bit funny. This one, I would say, I found him the least difficult with Leela. Wow. That's so that's so interesting. I don't think there's sexual chemistry, though. I don't know. Maybe there is. I don't know. I don't know. There's points where, like, there's... Because watching it previously, he would seem to get really annoyed with her over stupid things. And maybe it's just the way she's handling it. Like, even this, like, she'd say something and he'd be like... Have you said that? And she's like, mm. and then this, but it almost seemed jokey. It almost yeah. seemed part of their chemistry together. At this point, the way I'm watching it, I'm sort of seeing it as their chemistry of sort of like a. Because what did she say? Some she said something about um, I can't remember. Like you can fix. It was about when he was like, we're doomed or something like that. She was like, you can fix this, and he was like, why? Have you, why have oh you yeah, well, she was like, oh yes, you're a time lord or something like yeah. that, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought that was a bit of an odd line, actually, yeah. And, I yeah, and then he it. got a bit funny about it. Yeah, so stuff like that. Oh, there was enough, later on when she was like, the doctor, he taught me about science. Like, that whole scene where she was like, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, equally. Are you reading, like, the sexual tendency? I'm like, I'm, seeing, I'm just saying what <laughs> oh I see. I'm saying what I see. I, yeah. Oh. No, that's, yeah, there is definitely, the chem- there's something... I just, well, because I know that behind the scenes, I just see that when I watch it now because I knew. Yeah. Because and now they said it a lot in interviews. I, I see that, like, they don't. 
I see him being a bit arsier with her, but I just sort of put it down to that relationship as in that was their dynamic. Because he could be like that with Sarah sometimes. Not as much. Not as much, no. And she sort of handled it in a different way. So I just sort of saw it as like him being like this and this is how Leela handles it. And she's never like upset or brushed by it. Her character's very like, moves on. (laughs) And um, I enjoyed the whole like, I'm like, that was the other one when she was blind. That was it. When she's saying at the end where she's blind. Her eyes have changed colour. And he's like, blink. And then he's like, your eyes have changed colour. And she's like, oh. Well, what colour were they? And they were like blue. And I was like, what is this? What is this thing? <laughs> okay, that was, uh, well, we'll get, that's right at the end, but we'll just deal with that now. We always do stuff out of order. The actress has blue eyes. Right. But for whatever reason, they wanted her to look a certain way when she started. So they made her wear red contact lenses so she had brown eyes. Right. And so part of her, okay, I'll sign for another season was, but I don't want to wear contact lenses the whole time. So they're like, okay, let's write this in to change her eye colour. So she will now have blue eyes and not wear contact lenses anymore. <laughs> it's Do so you random. Do you noticed? Uh, well, I think you, you, when we watch next time, you will see she does look a bit different now. But um, she was she just had to, she didn't like wearing the contacts all the time. Blame she had to wear red contact lenses for all those stories so far every time. But like, I don't know why they would, they just wanted her to look a certain way in that first story. So random, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. the 70s. <laughs> It's the 70s. <laughs> right. Well, we'll go through then because um, I'm interested I've gone to see right to the end. <laughs> yeah, we'll go back to the beginning. We're in this lovely lighthouse. Do you like a lighthouse? I'll be honest. When it started, I was thinking of like Fury from the Deep. Oh, my. What? How do you know these story titles still? <laughs> no. Some just stick. And like, they're How not some of my favourites. Well, we're historical again. It's quite nice. And the whole story is contained with these characters. A bit like Robots of Death. Everyone's on the ship and there's something happening. A bit Agatha Christie style. You like this one more? Yeah, I did. Yeah, good. Yeah, Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. I I enjoyed it more than I expected because when it started, I was like, oh, I'm going to have a shippy one. I thought it just sort of like, I had things like Fury from the Deep. What was the Smugglers one? Oh, yeah, that was the first one. I was on a ship and I was like, oh. I just had like flashbacks of all that, and I was like, this "No, is this has got a different feel. This is really yeah. like everyone's closed in." So we've got um, our lighthouse crew. So we've got Vince, we've got Reuben. So hang on, the, Vince was the younger one, yeah. Vince was the younger one. Reuben was the older guy, and he's been in Doctor Who before, right? I love this, Reuben. <laughs> Go he's on. He's been in Enemy of the World. He played our favorite. Hey, Bruce. He's actual <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> Why, hello, Bruce. What are you doing here, huh? So it's, hey, Ruben. <laughs> this time. Hey, Bruce. <laughs> hey, Bruce. What you doing here, Bruce? <laughs> it's, that's him. That's Bruce. It's Ruben. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. No, hey, Bruce absolutely killed me there. <laughs> so it's Ruben from now on. Um, and Ben is the other guy that gets killed pretty much straight away. Oh, and I have written, they've got Bovril. I've written Bovril. I must have seen it on the table. What have I written here? Pipe mess. Oh, they've got the blower pipe thing, haven't they? So they're up in the lighthouse and they send a little message down, don't they? A bit like, you know, when you had cups and a bit of string when you were a kid. That never worked, though, did it? Never worked. That never, never worked. I, I never understood that. I was like, why? 
I don't know why. Worked. Is that just a thing that you're told as a child that should work and it doesn't? Or is it actual you've got to have it really tight, haven't you? And the vibration should pass. Never yeah, worked. Yeah, it never worked, no. I'm glad that wasn't just me doing it wrong. <laughs> um, I feel like it's one of those myths that just goes on for... Mythbusters must have done it. You know, can someone tell me, if you're a Mythbusters fan, do you, did you ever watch Mythbusters? No, never seen Oh, I love Mythbusters. They test myths. That must be like a myth that's gone on for time. Mythbusters must have checked it. And so they'll do like, you know, like ridiculous myths, like if you drop a penny off the Empire State Building, it'll kill someone. They do tests like that. Okay, so it doesn't. No, no, it, like it doesn't. But they they test them in like controlled environments or they'll test them into things. So like they, they, I can't remember how they did it. They got like a similar distance or something and they had a fluid head and put it into all this sort of stuff. Anyway. Yeah. It's very interesting. Well, um, well, Vince has to do that, whether it works or not. Um, and he's got, and there's a fog that comes in. So he's got to press this button every few minutes. So we're sort of eight, sort of 1800s, I think. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. Around that time, uh, and then we have the Doctor and Leela land. That looks amazing. That set. That this is all studio, but that's that's on film. All the rocks and everything. It looks amazing. Mm. Yeah, it does. And Leela starts off in an in another outfit, another sort of Victorian style outfit. Well, I mean, they must have finished off having something with the other guys before they because they didn't actually leave in the oh no they did leave in the they time did, they, they yeah, did, yeah yeah they did Victorian times yeah they and they're supposed to be on their time. way to Brighton oh and this also reminds me this is what I was going to say at Brighton Station right I walk past it a lot there's a pizza machine and I don't know if this is in loads of different stations all of a sudden but a pizza vending machine oh it's this thing and it was like pizza 24-7 and you have to just put some money and press a button. And I don't know how, how does that work? How can you have a cooked pizza just suddenly out of the, but it's there. There's one at Brighton Station. Oh my gosh. I haven't tried it, but. That's very Brighton. I don't know. I feel like maybe, I don't know if it's just there, but if anyone else sees a pizza vending machine, let us know because I want to know what happens. Um, <laughs> but the Doctor and Leela aren't in time for a pizza vending machine. <laughs> in fact, they're not in the right place. So, they're not even in Hove. He mentioned no, that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leela's got a bit of a sense going on that something's happening. Yeah, Ben has killed the technician. So there's this whole thing. I think there's this electric generator and Ruben's sort of like the old school, whatever it was before electric. So there's a bit of a tension there about this whole new... They're all a bit scared of the electricity kind of stuff that's happening. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great set as well inside, just the stairs and those rooms. It's all very minimal. It is, and but it feels very, yeah, very atmospheric. The Doctor and Leela come in and there's the really nice scene between Vince and Leela where she's getting changed and he's like really... <laughs> Because she, it, and it's complete opposite, isn't it? Because she's like very, she doesn't really care. And he's like, oh no, the, the lady. I like that. Sort of it, was it made me laugh. That's that. really nice. And it's quite interesting because then later when there's another lady in. Yeah. There's the whole the class thing. But Leela's great. And I love, actually, Leela's jumper in this. Leela's outfit that she finally gets since she clothes watch. That is amazing. That really nice jumper. Oh yeah, I love that outfit. That is, right. I think that's... My that might be outfit. one of my favourite outfits that she's worn yeah. so far. Yeah, I have a lot that, of time for that's that. That's like fashionable today. I'd wear that 1800s. now. If I have to dress as anything, a comic, I want to wear Leela's outfit right now. You have to wear a jumper and hold a knife. 
And well, and she had like the belt around it, but it was a proper fisherman's jumper. She put like a nice leather belt with it. I don't know what was on her trousers, but I was feeling it all. The whole outfit, I'm feeling it. It's that kind of. It's getting that kind of weather, that sort of wintry weather, and it sort of adds to the feel. Maybe that's it? it. If I was watching this in summer, I might have a different feel. Whereas, like, this is a proper autumnal episode. It is. It really is. Yeah. And I've been wearing. I've been wearing sort of jumpers like that. Of course you Got have. A few more jumpers. <laughs> I did love a jumper like that. Oh, talking of jumpers, that's what I was gonna say. Do you know what popped up? So I think it was like on a Facebook advert or something. Oh my god, here we go. The you jumper. know that jump, the jumper that I ordered and never got. I keep getting adverts for it now. Oh, you got to screenshot it for me, please. Oh, it's the best jumper, and I pay. I don't know. I paid like twenty five pound for it, and it's never turned up. It was, it was like a scam website, and I looked. I did a search for this uh, jumper place, and it also it's a scam. It is a scam because uh, I remember I ordered it. Basically, everyone, I saw the best jumper ever advertised on Facebook. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Uh, ordered it. And then it just never turned. I was waiting for like two weeks. Couldn't Mark then tells me one day, like, I ordered a jumper off Facebook and it's just not come. And I was like, my And God, I, I remember you going, right. And you Google or whatever website you went on to look. You're like, right, I'm looking this up. And you went <laughs> You looked up to see like reviews or something of this particular website that I use. I remember there was like a pie chart and it was like good reviews, like 1%. <laughs> and all of these hundreds of messages saying, don't use this website. It's a scam. It's a scam. And you're like, you're not getting this jumper. <laughs> and you were like, it might come. And I was like, Mark, it ain't coming. It's a scam. Oh, I it's know. Been, it's been over two years, love. It's been like four it's been like I reckon it's been about six years since you ordered that jumper. They took that. They took the money straight away. It's before my dad died, so like that was five years ago. So we're talking six, seven years ago. You ordered that jumper. Love it ain't fucking coming. Right? No. It's just funny though that the efforts just started coming up for it again. Exactly the same. You tried to explain this jumper to me, and I just like I can't. Yeah, I never got it. Okay, yeah, I will. I'll send it to you because it's it's amazing. Never seen anything else like it. <laughs> well, it doesn't exist, so... I'll find it for you somewhere that isn't a scam. That's, like, my thing. I find things in other places. Well, um, there we go. That's Jumper Talk. That That's linked. That's linked, everyone. Leela's Jumper. <laughs> so Leela sneaks... So something's going on. Again, a bit like Robots of Death. Some Something's killing people. Leela's got a bit of a strange feeling... They're all a bit suspicious. There's this fog coming in. So it's a really great atmosphere, that part one, just building everything up. Um, Leela sneaks outside, I've put here, to have a look round, I think. Yeah, that was weird. Well, she's she's got those she's got a sense of something's going on. It's still in her character to have a sort of a sense of danger. It is, but it didn't achieve anything or do anything. No, well, I suppose they haven't got very many sets. They've got to fill out the time a little bit, I suppose. If she just found something, I'd be like, that's what we've achieved here. Nothing was found. She didn't discover anything. And it was quite a long scene of nothing happening other than her very slowly walking around in the fog. And I kept thinking, are we going to see something that passed? Like, nothing happened. You hear that, I think the Rutan is out there somewhere and there might be a bit of a glow or something here and there. But That is literally it. It achieves nothing for the story. 
But I like the build up the characters because there's not many characters. You get a sense of who Vince is and Ruben is a bit of all, like I said, like the old school. Vince is a great character. Oh, yeah. Big time for Vince. I like Vince. Weird cliffhanger, though, at the end of part one with this boat crashing. When I first watched that, the boat's coming along and crashing and then it just, that's it. That's the end of the episode. I was like, that's the weirdest cliffhanger that I've ever seen. It's a really crappy thing as well. It yeah, it, the whole thing looks a bit sh- like you just hear all these off short like screams and then yeah, the whole scene looks a bit naff. And I wanted to see a really dramatic like I wanted to see it like the back end fall. Or, do you know what I mean? Like it's gonna crash, crash, be completely, but it just sort of like sort of crashed and then stopped. And then that was it. And there's no, like, water. Like, yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Well, I mean, it's not going to be like Titanic or anything, but it could have been better. <laughs> it could have been better. If you're crashing into these rocks and it's some, like, absolute disaster thing that's going to make people jump overboard, then I want to see some sort of disaster to the situation, not just boo. And then into part two, then we get our some new characters. And I put this as, like, the Downton Abbey lot. of So you've got, like, Henry... Uh, Lord somebody who I haven't got his name and Adelaide. Um, Adelaide, Adelaide, ever loving Adelaide. Oh, sorry, yeah, carry on. (laughs) Um, Leela's left, I like Leela's left up to do like the horn thing and then she starts to get bored so she's like just pressing it and sort of having a laugh and not really, I like her attitude in this. Yeah, I I really liked her in this. I like, like I said, I think this has been one of my favourites for her so far and with the Doctor as well. And that's when she looks over. I put she sees a blob out the window. Now, this is the first time we actually see it. Yes. And I was like, jellyfish. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? It's not the best. Just a green blob. So those new characters that come in, I've put they're a bit like Inspector Cool's characters. I don't know why. Oh, okay. I don't know. They just remind me. I just always think of Inspector Cools. And, and you've got that sort of class thing because they look down on Reuben and Vince and then they think like the Doctor and Leela are from like are foreigners from somewhere else. So <laughs> there's quite a lot of like sort of character stuff going on. Uh, I put class wars. Um, wars. And they do say about the Beast of Fang Rock. And okay, so you, um, there is a series of spin off books, right? About oh, the Brigadier. <laughs> And his young life. The Brigadier, right? There's a whole series of books. And one of them is called The Beast of Fang Rock. It's Anne Travers. Do you remember Anne Travers from the world? I remember Anne Travers. Yep. So there's something. She's like related to Ben, the guy that got killed at the beginning of this story. Anyway, Anne Travers in the 60s has to go back in time to like before this one was set at Fang Rock and she basically goes to the lighthouse um, and pretty much horror of Fang Rock happens to Anne Travers in this right. time with a few other people while young Brigadier is waiting for her in the 60s or something like that. Anyway, I didn't realise that the Brigadier was linked to Anne Travers. Uh, well, he's not, I don't think. Okay, just I can't in remember this what their relationship. They're not related, no, but I think she's just... Not related as in, like, I meant like... Well, they're both um, in the web of fear. Romantically related, sorry. Well, no, they're not. I never no, said they were. <laughs> no. You made it sound that way when you were oh, like, sorry. the young brigadier was waiting for Anne. Made it sound... <laughs> sorry, made it sound like they were. As far as I know, they're not romantically related. Okay. It's all very... It's not the best book ever. I did... It's pretty much 
a routine going around trying to kill people with Anne Travers trying to work out what's going on and then get back to the 60s. Sorry, also. Oh, there's always a dick. And this time it's Henry that... Yeah, uh, yeah, he was so annoying. There's always... But you had to have something like that, didn't you? You couldn't just have them with the roots. A bit like Zilda and Yuvanov having their bit of a dramatic moment. You've got to have something else going on with the characters. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was going to be Ben. And then this guy comes along and I was like, no, it's you. And then Adelaide is just completely useless. And I thought she, to begin with, I was like, oh, okay. Like, never like woman here who's like, and then she just got really, and you know, her screaming constantly, like, ah! well, she's never seen a body before and all that. I don't know. It's well, she's not impressed with Leela at all. She's no, just like she's looking not. down on Leela and looking down on everybody. But um, she's a maid, isn't she? She's the receptionist of. Yeah, she's not even like a lady, it turned out. I thought she was like his like fiance or something, and then it turns out she was the reception. Not like I'm like distant on that, but like I thought she was of one level, and it turns out she was just a receptionist. And I was just like, Yeah, she what? acts higher than that. The way that yeah. she behaves, she acts she's a much higher station. Very Downton Abbey. That's what what's his name would do. Um, the old butler. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll say now Downton Abbey, even. The women in Downton Abbey wouldn't act like her. There's no one out of the sisters in Downton Abbey. They were all all right, I suppose. There wasn't anybody that was that bad in the regular cast of Downton Abbey that I can think of. And so this is, and the Doctor's very serious in this. Again, he's moody or sexual tension or just (laughs) (laughs) there's an alien on the... I think he's very worried that they're all trapped in with this alien. That's what we explain, that it's an alien that's crashed. It's a Rutan, which... We haven't seen before. I mean, you probably remember if we had seen one of these before. Um, but they're supposed to be at war with the Sontarans. Oh, yes. Now, I remember the Sontarans. <laughs> Sontarans. <laughs> I started that and I was thinking of um, the oranges. Sultanas or something. <laughs> Sultanas? What are Sultanas? What are Sultanas? Raisins. Raisins. <laughs> the raisins. Sultanas, I was thinking, raisins. I was thinking of Sultanas. And you think, that- you're thinking of Satsumas. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bit of a green Satsuma. So, but I can't remember what the Sultarans look like. Uh, Link. Cigar. Oh, yeah. Egg. Giant thumb. Rock Got thumb. thumb. Thing. Rock Rock's thumb people. With a cigar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my card description. That's who they are. Yeah. So we find out a bit about that and they're all trapped in this one place. Great. Again, another weird cliffhanger. That cry because Ruben goes down on his own and then all the lights go out and it's a what was that yeah the the cliffhangers aren't great in this story but i think because that that one again because it's a bit weird and it just suddenly cuts off it is sort of exciting in a way they did keep my interest did it the story kept me going i don't think the cliffhanger kept me going i think the thing about all of these cliffhangers is the story turns on each one so we, so you have the boat crashing at the end and then we get our new characters come in. This one, Ruben gets killed. There's something else going, another murder. Yeah, and yeah. And carry on. Like, I think they're all very functional rather than a, oh, companion screaming, attacked yeah. by something, and then it's resolved straight away. They all move the story on, which I think is why. But then, but then the downside of that is you, they're not your particularly exciting ones because they're not like a foot in the train track. Oh, it's okay sort of thing. No. No, they're they're functional rather than 
emotional and memorable. Maybe. I th- well, we'll argue about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's going to argue that the blackout will make a... I can't wait. I think so. I think they're dramatic. Everybody let us know how dramatic these cliffhangers are because I think they are. That boat ain't making one, I can tell you that now. Could be worst moment, though, of model boat. Um, I'm going through my notes quite quickly here, actually. I'm in part three already. Well, to be fair, I think that sums up a lot of the story because the story moves quite quickly. There's not... It's a good sort. There's not a lot of meat to it, but I didn't feel bored watching it. No, it was good. And, and I, and I think parts. I think like it's quite interesting that you like you just said then like it ends and then it knows when to introduce the next element, but it doesn't drag. I mean, there are moments where you can, like I say, that whole weird scene of Leela just walking around in a swamp, like that was a bit paddy. But like, there's not a lot of padding moments everything feels relevant and they just feel a sense of urgency and mortality i guess it just feel like impending struggle and uh claustrophobia claustrophobia that they're they're trapped and they can't get help they've got to figure it out themselves you do get that which is handy because it's just that small set so it does work but there's not a lot of meat on the bones so i'm not surprised we're already at part three well, I've got them. They run up and down stairs a lot. Yeah, in this episode. Ruben is got. Uh, I put Adelaide as a drama queen. <laughs> and we have uh, zombie Ruben or Ruben. Hey, Ruben. <laughs> what are you doing here, huh? Yeah, what are you doing here, Ruben? I can't say that seriously. I can't. Hey, Bruce. <laughs> hey, Bruce. <laughs> hey, Bruce. And I, well, actually, I put with Ruben. Um, he's a zombie guy, but it's hard to tell the difference when he gets turned into an alien or not because he wasn't that friendly to begin with, really. No, no. He's exactly the same. Oh, and then we've got... This is where Henry gets... He wants to use the telegraph thing because of all the business stuff that's going on. So he tries to bribe Vince. Um, but then he has he falls off the end, uh, the lighthouse, basically, and dies. So that's another one out of the way. Nobody misses him. Ruben's like... Or zombie Reuben is just wandering around in and out of his room, locks himself in the room. So I think that's all a bit uneventful, really. They're just hanging yeah. around a lot of the time. I mean, it just serves its purpose for later, doesn't it? And finally, well, Leela gets to slap Adelaide, <laughs> which is a great moment. <laughs> after <laughs> I enjoyed Leela, Leela's been slapped plenty of times. She got two slaps last season. Now, finally, she gets to slap Adelaide. I love that. I wish she put that in her contract and I get to slap someone to make up <laughs> yeah. And she's still being consistent with character even now as well at this point. The it's not as says, extreme, but it's still there. Well, it's still there in the things like when she says about, when he says about the technician, she calls him a technician, which the Tesh from her, from the face of evil. It's stuff like that that's still there. She's still Leela of the I really like those moments. The technician's one was a great one. But then, like you say, she's like, oh, I know science now. I've, you know she's learning but then when she talks to adelaide she's like oh you've consulted a, sh- a shaman it's a yeah. waste of time blah, blah blah all that kind of stuff but that just her turn of phrase is just perfect still and i love her being again another historical one where nobody knows what to make of her because yeah yeah. Like, yeah i like it's that brilliant oh yeah reuben the only thing that reuben does that's scary is when he smiles just before he kills harker he comes down the stairs um and harker's the captain and he does this like 
like smile, <laughs> a horrible smile. But he's, him, he's like, isn't he? It's not him though, isn't it? That's the whole point. Yeah, it's a shape shifty. Yeah, yeah, blob. yeah. It's the blob. Yeah. Um, and then, and then that's like that. The show, the blob. What's that from? That's a film, the blob. It's like a B movie. Yes. Blob. Yeah. 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 The blob, Mister Blobby. Oh yeah. my gosh! It all ties together <laughs> in the end, doesn't it? Uh, and then then that cliffhanger's great as well it's locked in here with us perfect and my notes are running out now a bit because part four does get a little bit boring for me but it's still great i just put vince killed oh vince is killed yeah i was sad sad at that the whole vince is a great character he just wants to help and do his job i know i was sad with it killed and he doesn't have a problem. He gets on with everyone. He respects Ruben, and he helps Leela and the doctor. Even when those guys come in the Downton lot, come in and are horrible to him, he still like tries to help. That is that is the tragedy in this whole story. I was sad, I was sad about that. I was sad. R.I.P. Ruben. Uh, Vince. Vince. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about hey Ruben. That's the thing. <laughs> Hey Vince, that's what we Hey Vince. Every time I'm laughing, I'm snorting. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, there's a blob on the stairs, and the doctor. Oh, that blob, blob takes on. forever to get up the stairs. Oh, it's a blob. It hasn't got any legs. Oh, fucking move up the stairs, Mister Blob. It moves quicker. <laughs> um. And then there's this whole thing. It's quite clever. It's not just an... Well, it might be nonsensical. I don't know. Well, yeah, it probably is. They use the lighthouse as the laser beam thing to stop the ship coming in, which I really like. It's, it's a clever way. You, you, you're you obviously using the lighthouse. You've got to use a lighthouse to save the day. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I like the way that he like said it was a good idea to Leela. All that, like their sort of chemistry there, were, I thought worked really well <laughs> to say him. We'll do a what? We'll do a what? Next time, we'll see if there's any more next time. We'll see how this goes. Well, it'll be interesting because now you've said that, I'll see if I pick up on that sort of tension and you can see if you pick up on my sexual tension. Not my sexual okay, tension, fine. but... <laughs> <laughs> my personal sexual tension. Watching Doctor Who. <laughs> that would be an experience. <laughs> Oh my god! Right, I'll keep us back on track. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they need the diamond. It's so... a new season. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they need the diamond, and this guy that I can't remember his name, the other one, Lord Whoever. Lordy, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes. He happens to have them, doesn't he? As an insurance. But then, when the doctor takes the one and chucks the other ones away because they're not useless, his greed is that, and then he gets got by the Rutan. So I like that fact that he said he would have been okay if he wasn't greedy to pick the diamonds off the stairs he wouldn't have got blobbed yes so i like i quite like that everybody is dead apart from the doctor and leela at the end of this i know that was sad i just wanted i like vince to survive and like i mean equally no one was going to survive because the transmitter thing had been broken hadn't it so, like, they were pretty much stuck there. But I just wanted Vince, you know, to, like, all right, well, I'll just I'll just sit here and have some soup and then I'll just, like, wait until... Make sure the ships don't come in and he just gets on with his little job. Needs the soup. 
yeah, the explosion, and it's all—it's all just an explosion at the end of the day, and done. It's quite yeah. easily. Oh, and but Leela again, the violent. She like kills that Ruto, and she's so happy. She's like, "You're dead. We've got you," and all this stuff. That's what she knows, like, isn't it? But I—I I don't. Know. I think because I'm watching this, sort of making notes and looking at a character a bit more, I've noticed those lines quite a lot in in these. She's again in this one. She's like, "We must." draw battle lines and get weapons and she's always saying that isn't she and she's always ready I wonder for if that'll fight. change i mean that's something for me you know more than me but i wonder how much that will alter and change or if it does whether that's just something they keep of her and i don't know that's, that'll be interesting for me to see so i mean i've gone through that fairly quickly but we you enjoyed it i did enjoy it i did um it felt very neat and concise and I enjoyed it more than I thought I would because normally I'm not a fan of the sea ones. <laughs> I did enjoy it. Oh no! Oh my god, the sea devils! No, you didn't like the sea devils. No. I had the sea devils in my head when I said sea ones as well. Oh my gosh, Mark, you, you so read my mind sometimes. It's untrue. I literally I was about to say like the sea devils, and I didn't. And then you said the sea devils. That is freaky, love. Oh my gosh, you're so in my head. I can't believe you said the smugglers. I think we're all talking about that. <laughs> I wish that. I hadn't. I wish it never was. That scarred me for a long time. Squire in his wig. Oh, yeah. That was so hard. That was a good one. That was um, sexual tension, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's a new producer this time, but it doesn't feel like it at the moment. No. So we'll see how the rest of this season goes. I did say that this season wasn't one of my favourites, this sort of time, this producer. This one I like, but I actually some of the stories in this season I've never got all the way through before. Ooh. So I maybe I'll reevaluate. I will try it maybe, but if you just ask You're me now. You're going to have to watch them now. Yeah, if you just ask me now, I would say a lot of these stories in this season, I'm not a fan of these at all, and I wouldn't choose to watch them. Well, you're gonna so, have which is to. Which why I don't really. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll see what the I table has turned. We'll see because uh, yeah, well, well, you'll see next week. You'll see by the next one what I mean. I think because great. I'm not a great fan. <laughs> Fantastic! I'll spread it out. <laughs> it's only four next though. Uh, oh, and the next one is called The Invisible Enemy. Oh. Did I set your Alexa off or something then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not even... Alexa, notification. Sarah, there's one new notification oh. from Amazon Shopping. Oh, the shopping. The camera case was received and a refund has been issued for £16.84. Oh, no. What have you got a refund for? Oh, a camera case. It didn't fit my new camera. Oh, okay. That was so loud. That yeah, was. <laughs> I, I was like, myself at that. <laughs> We've all been a witness to your refund. There we go. Yeah, it's called <laughs> The Invisible Enemy. That felt like an invisible enemy. Yeah, I'm I know. Kind of is, really. <laughs> I really can be. Probably the future. And uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at to watch who and you can support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash to watch who see you next week bye bye to watch who